grace and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. My fellow Christians, my fellow Lutherans, gathered together on a festival of the Reformation. Can I tell you right now something that makes me very upset about you? We do not have a single mechanic in the congregation. That frustrates me. Because I, like I think most of you, know how important it is to have a mechanic that you can trust. Has it happened where you, you have the engine light go on and so you know you have to do something about it? Or maybe even it's something as simple as changing the oil, you take it into your mechanic because you think it's a simple fix, maybe even a $20 oil change. And what you come back to is a list of all that you think or are told is wrong about your vehicle that could total $1,000. And you're left thinking, is this true? It's frustrating. You need to have a mechanic that you can trust. Now, we do have Jenna Unke, which is pretty close. But we don't have a doctor in the congregation either. That drives me nuts about you guys too. Because when it comes to mechanical work and when it comes to health, you know the importance of having someone you can trust. Because if you're going to entrust your well-being to someone and they're going to tell you, oh, I I see the the results. I don't really care that you're having pains in your, your chest. I think you're doing just fine. You don't know whether you can trust that or not. You see, the truth isn't really important when it comes to cars and health. But I have something that's even more important than those two things. It's the importance of knowing the truth when it comes to your eternal relationship with God. And that's what we're here to talk about today in God's house is that we as a congregation, we need to know the truth. We want to know the truth of God's word and we want to know it and defend it. And really that fits in well with the Reformation. And so what I want to do to you right now is I I want to read to you a section from the book of Acts. It's describing the type of relationship with God's word as truth that we want to have. So I'm going to read it, and we're going to talk about a couple of things, and I'll come back to that text. And as we leave here today, we'll be reminded that we take God's truth, which is found in his word, seriously for a reason. Acts chapter 17 verses 10 through 12. This is what it says. It's a a description of, of a congregation just like you in a city called Berea. As soon as it was night, the brothers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Now the Bereans were of more noble character than the Thessalonians. 
For they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Many of the Jews believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. This is the word of our Lord. So having read that to you, can I just state something that's obvious? But the reason I'm stating it is because even though it is obvious or ought to be obvious, sometimes the most obvious things don't always resonate with us anymore. But it's this. The truth of God's word is absolutely vital. The truth of God's word is more important than anything else we could have. The truth of knowing what our relationship status is between us sinful human beings and the eternal God, it's more important than anything else. We need to know the truth. And when you know the truth, it's more important to defend that truth than anything else. It's more important than even our own lives at times. Can you imagine what was it that caused Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three otherwise very sane young men, to say, I will defy the order of King Nebuchadnezzar, the most powerful man in Babylon at the time, and if it means being thrown into a fiery furnace, so be it. They took God's word seriously. What is it about Jesus looking those Jews in the eyes and arriving at the conclusion, if you really want to be my disciples, you're going to listen to my word. Because my word is truth. And that truth will set you free. You see, God's truth is a serious thing. And if you want one more example, look at our text for today. It's Paul and Silas on one of their missionary journeys. And we hear the good stuff. We hear about how they arrived in a city called Berea. And they found people who were eager to hear God's word and to verify it by looking at scripture. And yet, that's not the common story we hear. In fact, Paul and Silas, they had to get out of Dodge or Thessalonica the night before. Because as they were doing the exact same thing in Thessalonica with the Thessalonians, there were, yes, some that were listening to them, but if you just read the section before it, there was an uproar in the city. And riots were being caused. And people were getting in trouble. And the people there were urging Paul and Silas, "Uh, it's nightfall now, you might want to get moving. But what would cause two otherwise sane men to continue to teach and to preach the same thing? Except for the fact that we have no choice but to take God's word seriously. Because it's his truth. Now, if you're all nodding your head and saying yes... God's word's important. I'm challenging you to rethink that and to go beyond that. 
God's word, yes, it's important, but do you realize that it is the only source of absolute truth? And the reason why it's important for us to take God's word, God's truth, seriously is because learning it and reading it will show you that the truth hurts. And we don't like pain. That's the problem. One of the reasons why we take for granted the idea that the Bible is important but don't really want to dive into it is because none of us like pain. We don't like hurting. But God's truth needs to cut us a little bit. In fact, that's one of the reasons we have it. God's word hurts. Because we prefer to look off into the sky and imagine a scenario where our sins don't mean much or maybe even we don't have them. But God prefers to tell us the truth and it leaves us exposed. How hard is it to hear the truth of God's word and to find out that you didn't even have a fighting chance when you were born? Because original sin has done that much damage to the world that God created. It doesn't seem fair, God, that because my parents were sinners and they brought me into this world, I'm a sinner. And it doesn't seem right to think that, God, I controlled that bad thought I had. I didn't actually carry the action out. And God says, but that, that's not going to get it done either. That makes you at odds with me. We are not right because of your sin. And it doesn't seem fair that the American ideal that I can work hard enough and do enough good things to put myself in a good position for the rest of my life, if not eternity, that that doesn't transfer over to religion. It doesn't seem right. But we take the truth of God's word seriously and when it lays out those truths one after the other. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely the heart is deceitful above all things. Surely I cannot save myself, for the wages of sin is death. The truth hurts. So at that point, we have two options. We can accept the truth, or we can live a lie. We like to live a lie, at least in minor things. We all like to live assuming certain things are true, even if they might not be. Maybe we like to live thinking a little more highly about ourselves than we really are. Maybe I really do look good in that shirt. They just don't understand. Maybe that show that I think is the best show and no one else seems to like, they just don't have good taste. But when we live a lie when it comes to God's truth, it's choosing my comfort over what God reveals about my status before him. And let me tell you what living a lie can do. It can kill you. 1799 was the year in which this country lost their first president. 
George Washington died in 1799, and I was just reminded of this yesterday. Do you remember how he died? He caught a rather, uh, it seemed to be insignificant illness. It seemed to be an infection in the throat. Came upon very quickly, but the truth of the day is what killed him. Because the truth of the day was that if you have an infection and if you're not feeling well, you must get the bad blood out of you. And so in eight hours, the doctors took out of him 40% of his blood. He never recovered and he died. He was living a lie in the sense that the truth of the day wasn't true at all. So we go to the truth and we find out that everything that we've been learning and taught in God's word about our sin is truth. But we go back and we find so much more. Because the truth hurts, the truth also heals. And that's why we cling to the Reformation concept of diving into God's word and taking God's truth seriously. And that's what the Bereans have showed us. The Bereans, that congregation that is described to be more noble than the Thessalonians. Now, before we we puff out our chests and say, yeah, we want to be like the Bereans, what makes them noble isn't that they are naturally more inclined to God or naturally better people. What makes them more noble is how they're described in terms of their relationship to God's word. They receive the message with eagerness and examine the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Which means, when Paul came at them with the message of sin, they eagerly said, you mean we have a problem? Hold up, let me see it here in the Word. And they found it. You see, the Bereans understood the importance of God's Word as being true. And it wasn't because it left them with the thought Of sin alone. It's because God's word reveals an even greater truth. God's word heals seriously. Which is why you and I are here today. We don't only come to find out that by nature we didn't have a chance. We don't only come to find out that our sin condemns us before our God. We come because in the Bible, we find that there's a solution that no other truth or so-called truth of this world could provide. It's how to get through that and in a right relationship with God. And once again, we go to the truth and we find out it's better than we could have ever imagined. One of my favorite passages from 1 Corinthians is the one where Paul is trying to explain how the wisdom of this world is foolishness. And then he says, when it comes to God and his love for you, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has ever conceived of what your God has done for you. Which means the world's truth would never have grabbed or grasped just how important God is. And so like the Bereans, we start searching the scriptures to find out, well, what is it that he did? And it says, In Christ, you have a substitute. 
In Christ you have a lamb, the lamb of God, the one upon whom all of your sins, both thoughts, both spoken, both done, all of them are added on top of the lamb as he is sacrificed and you watch as your sins are erased in the beautiful smoke of a pleasing sacrifice to God. It's Christ the sin bearer. It's Christ the atoning sacrifice. It's Christ the one who knows your sin and removes it. That truth heals in such an effective way that we are now at peace with God and no longer left with our own Faculties and resources trying to figure out how to get out of this mess. And so like the Bereans, we can't get enough of it. We open up our Bibles and we're, we're craving Ephesians chapter 2. Where it says it's by grace you've been saved. And we're craving John 3.16. Where we learn about God's love. And we're craving the truth about Jesus in every conversation showing us that he was perfect in our place. The truth hurts. But the truth heals. And that's why we as a congregation take God's word seriously. On this Reformation Day, we also are reminded how the Lord can work through people who take his word seriously. We're reminded of the Reformation and of a man named Martin Luther who knew his sin, perhaps as good as any of us, and yet knew where to find comfort once he saw the Bible. Today we continue that. Not because we're special, but because we're armed with the truth. The truth of God's word. So join me today in praying on this Reformation Celebration Sunday that we as a congregation will always grab on to the concept of handling the word of God as truth. That we will always take the Bible so seriously that we'll never open up our hands. Because as we take it seriously, we'll always be reminded of our rightful place before God. Without Christ, we're on our knees shivering or shaking in fear. But with Christ... We're on our knees in humble gratitude for the confidence we have in forgiveness of sins. Truth is important. Let me know when one of you guys find a mechanic you can trust. If you have a doctor to recommend, I'll hear that too. But when it comes to our relationship to God, let's keep pointing each other right back to the truth of the word. We take God's word, his truth, seriously. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, may it guard your hearts and your minds. In Christ our Lord. Amen.